You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Turn on the voice filter. All right, get turned on. There. Hello. Okay. All right. All right. I think we're good. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme, guys. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is, and a, this podcast is a podcast where we, where we dig, dig deep on, on your favorite, favorite video, video games. games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking the echo. It it adds a whole new flavor to yeah. it. We should just say... It makes it sound like one of those feature presentations kind of thing. <laughs> we should just do the whole podcast saying the same thing at the same time. <laughs> okay. okay, but we, we have, have to make sure, sure our inflections are exactly the same? <laughs> and are you going to just shadow me, or are we going to do it at the exact same time? Peanut butter, banana, brutal! I gotcha! Alright. Okay, but what did we end up doing last time? I need a bit of a recap, because it's been a bit... Last time, I believe, we did Gorilla Glacier... You're right. I actually still have frost on my beard. Yeah. I, how did I forget that? It's always the last frost I gotta, to go. It's the beard frost. Let me just wipe. Let me just wipe this off. By the way. Okay. There we go. I don't know if that came through on the mic. <laughs> yeah, I heard something. <laughs> but you're right. We ended up doing Gorilla Glacier. And now we're in Crumb Croc Industries, the heart of their production. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to uh, stealth our way in and Tom Clancy this bitch? Oh, am I? Gravity. Wait, wrong game. <laughs> Tom Kongsi? Uh, Kong Clancy? Kong Clancy. I'm going with that. <laughs> all right. All right. Good. So, uh, how do you want to approach this? You gonna go? In, you want to go in first? All right. Okay, I'll follow behind. Hopefully, I don't get lost. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll plan to meet up somewhere. All right. Maybe. I don't know. Meet up uh, at level uh, <laughs> four. <laughs> okay, we'll meet up at the pond. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So run off. Get out of here. What are you okay, doing? Peace. Skedaddle. Oh, shit. What? What? 
Joey, what? What took you so long? What? Where did you get that apple? I bought. You bought it. I brought what? it. Oh, you brought it. Mm -hmm. I had what? it the whole time. What? Through all that? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. You, you just, you just keep on enjoying that. All right. <laughs> what the hell? How did the apple make it through? You know what? <laughs> Never mind. Let's talk a little bit about how we ended up getting to the pond here. Uh, so first off, we started by going through Oil Drum Alley. Mm -hmm. So barely, barely moments into this, uh, there's a lot of conveyance uh, in terms of like subtle secrets that are going on. Right. Like uh, after you're brought into the level, it shows you like a barely visible rope at the top of the screen and kind of about a couple steps in there's a single banana hiding underneath an oil barrel mm -hmm. so kind of already right there it's already showing like hey they there's something you might want to do you might want to check this shit out but we're not going to make it super obvious for you yeah you but again it's not sorry go on you gotta start exploring yourself now exactly but it's not out of the realm of possibility you would figure it out because it's it's still within your line of sight you just need to be aware of your surroundings right so it's kind of cool because once you find those, you know, you get you get a secret area and some one-ups and it's pretty rewarding. Yeah. So kind of, again, encourages that ability for you to want to explore. Mm -hmm. And by the way, dude, this music is fucking dope. Yeah. It's, I it's love one, this. It's one of the better ones. It's And it's like slightly different from everything else, which is also cool. It's like industrial core before that actually became like a thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, like this so is true. this is so and like this is the only place i think industrial core would be totally fine with having a xylophone in the mix <laughs> if i'm identifying that instrument correctly it sounded xylophone-ish xylophone or glockenspiel maybe maybe a glockenphone glockenpoop <laughs> but yeah no it sounded like really good I, I really like it yeah um and then a bit halfway into this level, there's some payoffs to a, a challenge, actually, that they impose on the player, which is completely optional. You don't actually have to do it. But mm -hmm. uh, you get access to a moving tire about a quarter of the way, halfway in. Right. And if you bring that tire with you for long enough, you end up getting, like, extra bananas and some Kong letters. So, again, yeah. completely optional. But if you feel like you want to challenge yourself a bit more and or maybe you're running low or you're a completionist and you want all that stuff, you got to actually up your game and hop on the challenge bus and ride this tire to victory. Oh, yeah. Whenever there's a moving tire, I bring it as far as possible. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a pro move to do. Usually there's something worth it at the end. Yeah. Uh, but then in, about halfway in, it introduces its new... It's mechanic for this level, uh, which is... I, I don't know quite how to describe it, but it's like retracting fire. Okay, fair. Like like the That's fire that doing. comes out of the barrels that kind of right. like snakes up and snakes back down. Yeah, very like Super Mario tube thing. <laughs> yeah. It's also very like, like just imagine like a, a snake charmer off screen, except instead of snakes, he charms fire. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So he's just like in the background like, doo -doo 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 -doo, and then the fire's just kind of dancing around. <laughs> that would be pretty intense. I'd actually pay to see a fire charmer. Yeah, that would be a sweet skill. Um, but within the context of the game, it starts off kind of... 
in its own way of Donkey Konging it up, it eases you in by showing you the initial oil barrel, which is out of the way of any kind of danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does show you like, hey, something's coming up here with this fire. Um, just giving you a heads up. Yeah. Um, and then it introduces the concept in a safe environment where you have to actually jump on the barrel now to progress. But if you fall off, you don't die. Um, and then eventually it, it uh, pushes the difficulty up a bit more when the platforming is completely on these oil barrels. Yeah. That's like and, crazy. And then on top of that, they throw like these mankeys that throw the barrels at you. Mm-hmm. And then like jumping Kremlings just to fuck you up a bit more. But like it's a it's a clear it's a clear example of another amazing Donkey Kong difficulty conveyance yeah. uh, of this mechanic. Like saying like here here is mechanic A in a safe environment. Or here here is introduction of mechanic A. Here is implementation of mechanic A in safe environment. Here is mechanic A in slightly less safe environment. Right. And then so on and so forth. It eventually gets to a point where they actually change um, They actually change how the fire comes up. So you know that it comes up like for one second and it comes back down for one second. Mm-hmm. But about three quarters of the way in, they change that pattern so it goes... Up, right. down, up, down, up, down, up, and then wait a second, yeah. down, wait yeah. a second. Right, so you have you know when to jump. Exactly, so it's kind of like faking you out. It's like, oh, you're familiar with how these work now, but within the same stage, it's like, you know what? We're going to try, we're going to shake it up on you again, because this is be basically, because we're getting to the end game, right? You can't just rely on one thing. That's right. They want to challenge you. Yeah. How are you at adapting on the fly? How are you at eating that apple? So good. <laughs> God damn it, that sounds tasty. <laughs> I'm being Did you very bring... exaggerated with it. <laughs> I wish you'd brought enough for the class. <laughs> um, but I really like Oil Drum Alley. The, yeah. the whole level behind it is fantastic. The mechanic of the retracting fire is incredibly well implemented. It's up to the DK standard that I have expected. Yeah, they usually do well on, on their level ones. Like They the... do. It's like it's like a kind of like a conveyance for the the rest of the world. Like this is what you're in for, and like right. So it's usually like a standard conveyance level. It's always fun. Yeah, it gets you edged into the the world. Just kind of sets the tone of the difficulty that you're going to be entering, and yeah, gives you a a solid reason to keep moving on. Yeah, like track one uh, of an album. Exactly. It's like their their hit that everybody plays on the radio to death. <laughs> and then everybody's like, man, I really like that song until they played it 500 goddamn times. Mm-hmm. Talking about you, every top 40 song. Um, anyway, did, uh, did we miss anything important that we maybe want to touch on, or should we move on? Uh, no, let's move on. Okay, to Trick, Track, Trick. Yes. Or Triple T. T cubed. T, T, T. T, T, T. The TTT. That's a lot of TTs. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> so they introduced pretty quickly a new mechanic here, um, yeah. which is moving, uh, just a moving platform on a railway. Right. It's cool. Um, it's like a, kind of like the uh, minecart thing, but slightly different. Yeah. Um, 
Exactly, except instead of you controlling the, or at least yourself on the cart and by just jumping, mm-hmm. you actually have free range of movement on this track. Granted, you don't have a lot of movement on the track itself because it's a right. very small one. Mm-hmm. So they kind of, uh, basically what you need to do is just get good at dodging and jumping and making sure that you stay in line with the cart or with the, the uh, track. Right. Classic um, Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of these are... This is a pretty classic... Like, I we I think we saw something like this in Super Mario World. Even. Oh, yeah. Like, many times, probably. <laughs> yeah. But I, like, uh, I guess the... Go on. So go on. Hey, after you. I was just going to say, uh, they. the difference really being is that they throw a lot more shit at you because yeah. it's on a rail and they have a better idea of uh, what will be where. So, like, they throw a lot of the neckies at you to kind of fuck you up because they right. know where exactly you'll be. Or they even slow down the platform sometimes when you're, right. like, getting shot at by neckies uh, coconuts. Yeah. To, like, add to the difficulty. So right. they can really kind of uh, tailor the level design to how you're going to move through it because it moves at a set path. Mm-hmm. So what were you going to say? I was going to go refer back to... Super Mario World with the, uh, like, the the brown block tracks that you hated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It's kind of like that. You're right. No, that's a good, that's an apt reference. Yeah. Um, uh, but then, yeah, so halfway into this, uh, into this stage, um, they give you a lot more slowdown opportunities, like we mentioned before with the coconut shots. Mm-hmm. Um some enemies that just they apparently don't care about themselves or you know their instinctual necessity to survive because they just kind of jump on your platform and then fall right off right <laughs> uh i guess their entire plan was just hit hit you that was their hope. whole purpose in life that was their whole purpose they stood up there that doing a moment. jig on a doing a jig on a platform and being like all right all right, he's coming, he's coming, I got him, I got him. And then just going down, completely whiffing and being like, well, that's it. <laughs> I, done, I done goofed. I got to jump off now. That was my one chance. Unless uh, he dies. So you'll... I'll, see, I'll, <laughs> see you in the, uh, I'll see you in the next game. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they have a lot of like nasty, uh, for the player, nasty zinger placements. Kind of, kind of a bitch, just the way that they... Oh, yeah. uh, put them directly on the track is again the track is literally a line so they could be like i want to put them here next to the line so that they have to fucking jump over it exactly perfectly <laughs> yeah exactly um and then they even change it so that uh if you're playing as diddy they change some of the enemies that come oh, that really? fall down onto your platform well i mean they they don't change it specifically if you're oh, diddy okay, but yeah, if yeah. you're diddy you're in a bad position because uh, they're the enemies that take more than one hit to take down. Right, right. And if you try and jump on them as Diddy, you, you get, get flung back so far that you just get knocked off the platform. Yeah. You gotta so use it your, makes it, your spin attack or whatever. Yeah, or switch to Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. So it makes it a bit more... Um, diff- makes it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Um... And then they also kind of do this little fake-out thing, because you know how throughout the level they have uh, little platforms above where the enemies fall onto your platform, right? Right. So all of them fall 
Except for one. There's one enemy that doesn't fall halfway in to just kind of freak right. you out a little bit. I it's always just, thought that was like a glitch or something. I like, thought it was what? too, but I think I think it's intentional. Like just to make you like jump and maybe fall off? <laughs> yeah, because I, I, cause I guess you've been trained at this point to think that everything yeah. is going to fall down. So you might just instinctually try and jump out of the way, but then realize you didn't have to and maybe overcompensate and kind of psych yeah. yourself out. Okay. So it's kind of like they're playing mind games with you now. That's funny. Ah, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> the sneaky, sneaky developers. So sneaky. That's a, that's a pretty cool move, honestly. I'll give it to them. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, but uh, you think that is good for the t- for uh, Trick Track? You want to move on? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, and then we're at Elevator Antics. Yeah. Which uh, starts off with zero elevators, but lots of bees and ropes. <laughs> By the way, bees and ropes is going to be my next mixtape album. Bees and ropes, ooh. <laughs> Yo, I got bees and ropes. <laughs> I think it could be a thing. Um, so yeah, a lot of bees and ropes, really. Not too much elevator action in the beginning, but um, yeah. they Thanks, actually... Snakes. Lots of snakes. Yeah. They actually reward you for checking the ropes um, and kind of exploring down them right. and not falling. Um, <laughs> they give you like some bananas at the end of some of them if you're daring enough to to climb down the, uh, the entirety of some of these ropes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's basically your standard kind of platforming level for throughout most of it. Yeah, like the same uh, kind of level as the last level of this like type i guess yeah um except there's not too much new to discuss no but uh, about only about halfway into this world do we find any antics with elevators yeah um so it's kind of like the rope section again i mean some of them move up some of them move down it's (laughs) <laughs> like in the original Super Mario Brothers with the platforms, like that's yeah. that's what this is. Um, this isn't a new kind of uh, mechanic that they're bringing to the table. This is, if anything, their adaptation of that. Right. Um, and basically, to make it a more difficult as it goes on, they kind of just copy pasted zingers onto different areas yeah. to uh, kind of force you to jump. Right. Um, but it's not super difficult. No, not yet, I guess. No, and I mean, there's not as much uh, obvious conveyance for this mechanic, because right. they kind of... I mean, it's it, like it's a pretty kinda, simple one, I guess. Like, it is, but I guess there wasn't like much opportunity to really ease you into it. They just kind of threw it at you. Uh-huh. Um, but generally, I don't know. This is fine. I wasn't super impressed with the level in general, but... Um, no, it's fine. It's a standard... I guess. If we're thinking, if we're thinking about it as like a, a track on a CD, you know what? Yeah, this sounds like track three of a CD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know so, what I mean? Yeah. So far, uh, it's, it's going well then. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 fine. Like yeah, you, I'm still listening. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Like this might yeah. not be my jam, but I'll listen to it every like, so often. You can't like have all of them grab your attention, you know? Now we got no, gotta, that, like. 
feel some vibe a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. We're taking it down for a second. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have much else to talk about in this level. Did you? Did you? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Alright, and then we stopped at the pond, because I don't really, I don't like the look of that water, if I'm being completely honest. Doesn't look healthy. It's, it's, it's green. It's just fully green. Is it just, like, poison water? Why would we will... How could it be poison? Why would we willingly jump into poison water? Why would we willing, can't... willingly jump into regular water? <laughs> that's a f- fair point. You know what? Hi, get, but the problem is this is the only way that we can progress is going through this fucking pond. All right. All right. Um, did you, how, how do you think we get through here? Okay, you got to throw the apple out. There's zero way that the apple can make it through the pond, this pond. Right? All right. Gotta get rid of it. All right. All right. Throw it into the water. Maybe that'll help. Maybe it'll turn blue. Yeah. Just give it a throw. <laughs> Sorry, my sound effects are good. Did it work? I no, don't see anything. Ha- still oh. green. Oh, God. Um, is it supposed to be dissolving like that? Um, yes. Oh. Oh, God. I, uh... Maybe this pond is a metaphor for my stomach. Oh, God. Okay, Joey, good thing I brought our anti, uh, anti-dissolving anti cream. Uh, just <laughs> rub, rub this all over yourself, okay? I think it'd be just for the best. I was going to do that anyway. Okay, good. Put, put it all on, uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll get back to you guys in a minute. We'll, we'll let you know how this goes. Oh, all right. Just ease your foot in. Ease your mm. foot in. Oh, God. It's the worst hot tub. I hate this.
Welcome back. Hey. What's uh, up? Oh, God. What is up? What do you mean, what's up? I hated that. Uh, I'm just trying to be positive here. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll try and do it, too. That wasn't the worst thing that could have happened. How, how's that? <laughs> Was that okay? I don't know. It could have been the worst thing. <laughs> uh, well, what happened to your positivity? <laughs> well, you gotta be real also. Come on. Yeah, real positive. I get it. Um, real and positive. Let's tell them a little bit about what we had to go through. Um, so, yeah, that pond was poison. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, we're not dead. Yeah, good thing we rubbed that shit on us. We're totally fine. But why did we decide to s that swimming in a poison pond was a good idea? Um, to go to the next level. <laughs> Fair enough. You're right. The game beckons. Um, the game beckons. So, just this weird thing I've noticed in this level. Um, exploring off of the, quote, critical path of this stage, mm -hmm. uh, punishes you more than it rewards you. Which is kind of the... Interesting. Yeah, which is kind of like the antithesis of Donkey Kong's country so far. Right. Uh, so what I mean by that is, uh, especially in the beginning, it's pretty obvious. Two of the uh, side paths you could explore down have these uh, sharks that are just mm -hmm. roaming that entire area, and you can't actually get around them. Uh, right. The only way to escape them is to take the hit from what I'm seeing, but there's not even anything worthwhile down there, like... You, yeah, I guess it's just like a little uh, joke kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, you remember how you didn't like the water levels before? What if we made <laughs> you not like them even more? Would that interest you? That Does that sound that delightful? That's so unexpected. <laughs> it's almost like, oh, thanks. This shit pie is actually full of bull semen and shit. Wow. Oh, oh yeah, well, delicious. Yeah, if it's going to be shitty, it might as well be like full out shitty. You're right. You may as well just go full on with your pile of garbage. Yeah. Um, and then just like, okay, now I know I'm just, I'm hating on this level, but there's a point like <laughs> a, a quarter of the way in or so where it looks like you can branch it off into three different areas because uh -huh. the wall kind of disappears at the top and the bottom and the side. Yeah. But if you try and go up or down, there's just nothing there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, some of that stuff is weird. Like, why would you even have that? I don't know. It's like, just like a lol, fuck you. Like, how about you try and, uh, explore through these areas, which we've, for some reason, not made look like the rest of the walls, but it is a wall. <laughs> it's just a wall. I don't know. It just why? Why did you make it look like you could go through there when you can't go through there? It just doesn't make sense. Like, is there something supposed to be there and it's like not there right now? Maybe they forgot to get it. Maybe they forgot to put it in posts. Like a lot of the stuff we say we were gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, whatever. Like, I I think I'm just nitpicking at this point. Um, and then suddenly, like exploring uh, near halfway nets you on guard so i'm getting yeah. like mixed signals here like you want me to explore but you don't want me to explore Ooh, what do you want me to do just 
explore, but you won't get everything, anything, every time. Like, kind, of, kind of a slap in the face. I hate this level. Yes. Like, more than I hate normal water levels. <sighs> Just because of these fucking tires. Oh, man. Are those tires? Is that what they are? They gotta be. What else would they be? Yeah. They're like snow tires for Montreal. They're really big <laughs> and spiked. Yeah. Um, but, like, how do the tires move so well underwater? I don't know. God damn it. This it's magic. This fucking level is my hell. <laughs> um, I don't have much well, else to say we about it. it. Yeah, I, we finished it. It's true. And we move on? Yes. To Minecart Madness. Yay. Which is an amazing an amazing comparative stage to the last one, because I really like this stage. Yeah. All the Minecart levels are great. And this, like level in particular is basically like the epitome of twitch-based reaction timing yeah because you have to jump so fast sometimes yeah and it's like it's hard it's not easy no it's not easy but um it's kind of rewarding once you get uh once you get the timing down yeah and it's just so like it still gives so fast paced it barely gives you time to think like i'm looking at my notes i'm looking at my notes and i remember not even having a fucking second to pause and write down stuff. Because I was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. too like, shit, like, keep going, shit, there's no time to yeah. stop. You have to like, this is a level you have to learn, you know? You can't just play, you can't just beat it on the first try. Well, you can if you're really good. If you have the reactions of a 10-year-old, then yeah, you probably could. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a great test of your ability to work under pressure, honestly. Yeah. Because uh, all the twists and turns, the jumps, the inclusions of the uh, crocs that are just kind of chilling in mine carts on their own, and we just kind of be like Indiana Jones, steal your cart kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, nice. Thank you. Like, uh, it, it makes for a very interesting and, uh, what's a good word for it? Nope, I don't have a good word. Challenging. Nice. Uh, just uh, very challenging. And rewarding challenge over the top of that. Um, There's this, like, one jump that's, like, super hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember a lot of the, uh, a lot of the ones where you have to jump consecutively between carts that are about to fall. Uh Uh-huh. Those make for some interesting challenges. Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, like, I really like the minecart stages, but they don't add too much... After, right. you know, its introduction, they can only just make that concept harder, which they have. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's not too much else to talk about, I guess, right? No. So let's move That's on to... only two, I guess. That's true. So let's move on to Blackout Basements. Yeah. Which Scary. a mechanic that I absolutely love, honestly. <laughs> like, I think nice. people probably have a different opinion than I do on this. Um... But I really, I really like this stage. Cool. Because um, every two seconds, the screen basically blacks out except for you and any barrel items that you may need to pick up. Uh, um, but the enemies black the, out. You can't the enemies see. black out, platforms black out, everything yeah. else blacks out. So it kind of forces you to have to 
look ahead while you're platforming. Yeah, plan. And plan ahead, right? Yeah, yeah. So it kind of tests your ability to uh, not only adapt on the fly to the platforming challenges that they're throwing at you, but to remember where they've placed mm-hmm. things in the world. Yeah, I mean, and like the distances, you have to jump and stuff. Exactly, because there's no way you can just kind of wait each time and jump, uh, make the jump reliably within two seconds each time. Right. Because sometimes you have to move fast and you got to be on your on your guard, or yeah, there might be an like enemy on a, coming on a rope or something, or you're on a rope and you have to do a jump. Yeah. So it kind of really tests your ability to uh, memorize and adapt, and also just trust yourself. Yeah, trust yourself. You gotta trust yourself to make sure you you know what's coming up. Yeah, leap of faith. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like, I had a bit of a mini, mini heart attack <laughs> when uh, I didn't actually notice it, but uh, the lights went off, and then right in front of me as they came on, there was an enemy, and I just, like, kind of instinctively yeah, yeah. jumped, and I'm like, ah! Just moved out of the way. But, like, that kind of stuff was just like, oh... I'm alive still. You feel it in your yeah. bones. I got this. But yeah, like I'm you, good. But you really need to understand how to adapt to these platform movements, uh, mm-hmm. since of, because of that blackout. And uh, like you yeah. mentioned, like halfway in, it gives you like a rope swinging section, which you also have yeah. to kind of just pay attention to because you're moving constantly, and the timing doesn't may not work out. So you just kind of have to, you know, trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's like barrels. I don't know if it's in the main level or in like a secret section. There's like a barrel, barrel uh, game. Oh yeah, yeah, a bit of a secret. So if you even yeah. happen to manage to have the time to explore around in the lights that's given to you, yeah. you could even find little secrets like that to still too. Yeah, and uh, it's hard because can't see. It is, but it's like a rewarding hard, you know. Not oh, like the, not like the poison. We we play for the challenge. We play for the challenge. Um, and then that's about it for blackout, right? <clears throat> uh, yeah, believe so. And then on to the boss, dum drum. I didn't know uh, drums had consciousnesses. Yeah, I didn't know there was an intellectual test for drums. Is there a <laughs> is there a smart drum? Smart drum, yeah. Yeah, it's being <laughs> it's being created by Apple as we speak. Mm. The iDrum. <laughs> I, I prefer the Google Drum. <laughs> it costs two thousand dollars. <laughs> um, but the dro- dumb drum uh, drops increasingly more difficult enemies to kill uh, in between yeah. bouts of trying to smash you. Mm-hmm. Uh, DK with- is uh, definitely better to use in this boss fight, I would say. Yeah, considering some of them require more than one hit to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, eventually he just kind of smashes you down too much and ends up uh, destroying himself or trying destroying itself. Yep. Uh, it's it basically not- just like not a boss. It's just like an enemy spouter. It is. It's ba- it is like an enemy's matter. It's not too much to uh not too much to explain there. Like that's what he is. Yeah. He he's a enemy fountain. <laughs> nice. I mean, 
that's all I think that's all we really need. I mean, it's not a bad idea for a fight, all yeah, in all. No. Like, the game, the uh, boss itself is definitely up there, I think, with, uh, with the other boss. Like, he makes for a better boss than some of the other ones do, honestly. Yeah, like, especially in this game. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'd say so. Um, and then, I think... Well, I mean, it's close to that time, right? That's it. Like, uh... Is it gonna happen? No. Alright, I'll wait here. Internet backstory! Internet backstory! Okay. Internet backstory for Dum Drum. Cool. Uh, Dum Drum, the fifth boss um, in Creme Croc Industries. Uh, heavily based off oil drums that appear in Oil Drum <laughs> Alley. Mm-hmm. Super. Uh, when he drops down, uh, he must be avoided. This battle's unique. Yep. Yep. This boss is somewhat unique that you don't attack it directly, but you, uh, oh yeah. but you basically just attack the enemies that are there instead. Um, God damn it! Why is this so lacking in information? In an early unreleased, I mean, it's just a drum. Here we go. In an early unreleased edition of Donkey Kong Country, Dumb Drum Stage is shown to be different as it as it apparently is set in a jungle of sorts. Hmm. As opposed to the standard banana horde room. Um, okay, that's legit all I got. Uh, but um, I remember a while back I promised to talk about uh, the Great Ape War. And I'm going to do it now. Oh, shit. I've been waiting for this moment. So let's talk about the Great Ape War. Uh, at least what I found here online. There's probably more information. Uh, but, uh, here we fucking go. Uh, the Great Ape War was a war between the Kongs, a.k.a. the Primate Alliance, and the Kremlings, uh, the Croc Army. Uh, Funky Kong is, uh, one of, was one of the commanders of the Kong Army, known as the Brown Baron, for being the greatest pilot in the war, uh, though he lost his tail after General Klump shot him down during a dogfight. Okay. Uh, this is why many people believe Funky Kong is an ape, but he's actually a half monkey, half ape, due to the dominant genes from Donkey Kong Jr., his father, and recessive genes from an unknown female monkey for a mother. Uh, this is, uh, this is getting into fan theory territory. <laughs> this is like lore. This is Donkey Kong lore. This is deep, deep, deep lore. Uh, deep DK lore. Funky's involvement in the war could be a... Uh, the reason why he has various types of weapons for sale and different ammo uh, of said weapon. Uh, the commander was obviously Cranky Kong. <laughs> um, and lead organizer of the Ape Alliance. Though his loss against Stanley the Bugman uh, shattered his hopes and dreams. Uh, I think 
when they're referencing Stanley the Bugman. Yeah, from Donkey Kong 3. Um, where a small boy with a bug canister shot Donkey Kong Sr. or a.k.a. Cranky in the butt with the bug spray. Um, it was a weird game. Uh, the Ape War is likely what took its biggest toll on his health, giving him a hunchback and requiring a cane. Uh, it is assumed that Cranky was still in top shape during the war, as he brought an end to it after defeating General Crusher in the final battle. This is getting a redonkulous. Uh, yeah. Should I continue? Uh, go for it, whatever. Okay, uh, General Klump on the Kremlin side was the lead pilot of the Croc Army during the war. Klump is responsible for shooting down the Blight biplane barrel piloted by Funky. Uh, another major player, General Crusher, the aforementioned, was the most formidable soldier in the Croc Army, which greatly contrasted with his low intelligence. Uh, he would ought to be sent on reconnaissance missions to retrieve a crystal coconut, okay, from the Prime Primate Alliance, failing every time. Um, sure. Cool. Uh, Commander Karul. In the days of the war, Karul was not the ruler of the Kremlin crew. It is unknown who he succeeded afterwards, but Karul was responsible for ordering both Club and Crusher on various missions, which generally failed. Uh, there is some inner army conflicts with uh, Mankey Kong's betrayal. Uh, when the future was looking bleak for the Primate Alliance, certain groups started questioning whether the war could truly be won. One specific group of Mankey Kongs began to prioritize the survival of their kind alone, resulting in a rebellion of the Primate Alliance. The Alliance did not forgive them for this, and the Mankey, Mankey race remained Kong family rejects throughout history. Uh, while it's uncertain, I speculated that something may have happened, similarly with the Minky which I have no idea. It is unknown how Lanky Kong, being a, rec a reject orangutan, was accepted into the Kong family later on. Uh, it's possible he was too young to be involved with the betrayal or was closer to more of the, uh, the mainline Kong family. Hmm. I'm, j I'm more confused than anything this now. <laughs> this needs to be like a book or something. Actually, weirdly enough, this is now going to be adapted by J.J. Uh, Abrams into its own three-part series. Good. Da -na 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 Great Ape War. In <laughs> <laughs> space! Didn't they do that? Actually, you know what's funny? The uh, three new Star Wars movies is actually just a yeah. huge conspiratorial cover-up for the Great Ape War. Oh. You heard it here first, first, folks. I'm calling it. That's what. That's what's up. Damn. Uh, but that was internet backstory. <laughs> All right. Good oh stuff. boy, that was the dumbest. This is everything about that was, that was dumb. That um, but thank you guys again for listening. Uh, we have. Uh, it's, I guess, close to the end of the year now. When this releases. Yeah. True. So, I hope everybody has an amazing uh, holiday, an amazing uh, last few days of 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't forget, if you want to reach out to us, we love to hear from you guys. So, reach out. We're on pretty much everything at It's the Extreme, you know, Twitter, Instagram, 
We have a Facebook page. I'm on Twitch. Until, well, unless Bell Internet stops shitting the bed. <laughs> um, and yeah, again, I want to say thank you to uh, the network, uh, Never Sleeps Network, for hosting us. Again, check out their amazing shows like uh, Talking Wrestling and Best of Friends and Speech Bubble. Yeah. I uh, highly support, I uh, recommend supporting these guys. Good stuff. And how about the uh, the contest? Yes. Um, we're currently tallying up the votes, and we will get back to you guys. We'll announce the winners on uh, the episode that releases after this. Okay? All right. Uh, just hold on to your horses. I know you're excited, but uh, we will get back to you on that, okay? All right. Um, other than that, I think uh, that's about it, right, Joe? That's about it. Thank you, guys. So we will see you again next week. Um, where where are we heading to next, Joey? What's next Ooh, on our good, on our Kong trek? Question. I do. Next? I don't even know. I can't quite see off in the distance. Can you vamp while I pull out my binoculars and look? I said, pull yeah. out your binoculars, damn it! Not your. Yep. How do you? How do you still have this apple? What is this apple? Uh, it's a really big apple. God damn it. Okay, I see uh, <laughs> chimp caverns up ahead. Okay. Whoa. So, uh, I guess we'll be uh, diving back into the into the mountain. So, uh, all right, Joe. I think we could take off our. I think we could take off our gas mask, mm-hmm. which has been incredibly i'm incredibly impressed that you were able to eat your apple through that by the way yeah this is gonna make eating the apple a lot easier yeah maybe you shouldn't have kept taking your mask off each time to bite into it no it's fine <laughs> it's yeah fine. yeah it's yeah i figured as much how about i carry you to the next place and you you i'll i'll take one for you all right you just right. hop on and you just okay we're going to go out to the gym caverns. We'll, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Don't forget to write it down. Okay. Please don't cough on my shoulder. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.